welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
And that's how I feel about my ears. That's why my earrings are so big. I got to offset the ear with a big earring. Well, then you, you know? need to stay in the room for the next hour because we're going to talk about being a lioness or a lamb and, you know, and, and how to rise up to be a lioness because lambs get slaughtered. And uh, we live in a world you've got to be a lioness. And it's not about our ears. It's not about our forehead. It's about who we are on the inside. Oh, and that's a fact. All right, Lisa, I'm in the building. I'm doing my, my makeup. I got a little Zoom meeting in an hour. But until then, I'm yours. Well, I'll be, stick with me, girl. Yeah, I'll be stick doing my me. eyeliner while, while I'm listening to uh, okay. line up these jewels. I'm here. Okay, I'm glad. So, Lisa, with that, I'm going to hand it over to Mike is yours, girl. Take it away. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I just I just muted my accent. Hello, good morning, everybody. It's Lisa Copeland. Welcome to Breakfast to Champions. <clears throat> I am back, and I'm so excited. I was one of the OGs of this room, and uh, I, I had a little accident of almost a year ago to the day, and it got almost impossible for me to carry a show, let alone to speak for an hour. So I was very glad when my good friend Gwen Lundy called me and said, it's time for you to come back. Um, and I love this room. I love the energy of this room. I love the power of this room. And uh, I'm back and I'm back with a vengeance. And the name of my segment every Wednesday, 8 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, is Lioness, Not a Lamb. And I had the, the absolute honor of speaking on Elena Cardone's 10X Ladies stage about four months ago. And that was my keynote. And that's what we're going to talk about. And then I got invited back. Like, how does that happen? when Elena Cardone invites you back to speak. And so anyways, we're all heading to Miami. Uh, I, I head there this afternoon. And if, if, some, if, if somebody can watch, Glenn or one of your team members could watch for Sharon Lecter, Barbara, um, Elena Cardone and Danielle Delgado to bring them up. For me, it's almost like walking and chewing gum. It's a little bit tough, but I've, I have invited four of my favorite lionesses. I see another one of my huge supporters, cheerleaders, one of my best friends on planet earth, Sherry Matthews. Yes. Sherry, I modded you. I want to invite you to join in to this conversation with us, but really just talking about what does it take to be a lioness in the world we live in today? And I want you to think about the fact, y'all, that and, and boys, do not drop off on me because you're going to hear something today that your wife needs to hear, your girlfriend needs to hear, your mother, your sister need to hear, okay? The lioness is the queen of the jungle. And don't kid yourself. It's not the lion. The lion sleeps four hours a day, excuse me, 20 hours a day. And for the four hours he's up, he's defending the pride and sleeping with the pride. That's all he's doing. But if it was not for the lioness, the pride would not survive. And what I love the most about the lioness. Okay, um, can we let Sharon Lecter into the room, please? Or make sure she's up on stage. I think she, I'm here and so Sharon. We're both on the stage. Oh, perfect, perfect. Okay, and then um, I think we're waiting on Elena, and, but we're going to keep going. But the thing about the pride is that the lionesses stay together forever. You see, the, once the lionesses come together, they are collaborative. They hunt together. They protect each other's children. They feed each other's children. They nurse each other's children. See, that's what the lioness does. She never leaves the pride. Now, the, the lion leaves the pride. He's either killed by a younger lion or he, he, he goes off to die, okay? And so, that being said, why would we not want to be a lioness in this world that we live in today? So, anyways, um, I know Barbara's in the room. I know Sharon's in the room. Um, I want to I wanna introduce Sharon first, you know, one of my dearest friends on planet Earth. Uh, somebody who is truly a lioness, 
and in, in the classiest kind of way. I mean, there are times I say things that, 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 that I know Sharon is just like, oh my God, I can't believe Lisa said that. Um, hold on, uh, let's see. So we need to make Sharon a mod. Okay, and then, and then uh, Elena's finishing up a phone call, so she'll be in whenever she can get here. But that being said, Sharon Lecter, good morning. Good morning, Lisa, and good morning, everybody. I'm delighted to be here. The gang is back, I love it. I know, isn't it great? So Sharon, um, am I allowed to, to like say anything about Lioness Not a Lamb, the project you and I are working on, or, or should, should, I, should I, I, I leave that for another time? Go for it, my dear. So how exciting is this? When I, when I was creating the Lioness Not a Lamb talk for the first 10X ladies, I was so excited about it. I, you know, I, don't, I don't do anything in that, in that world unless I call Sharon and I run it past her. And she said, my dear, this is so good, it needs to be a book. And I was like, oh God, I can't write another book, help me. No, I didn't say help me, I said, oh, another book. And she said, well, I would like to write it with you. So what do you do when the New York Times bestselling author says, I wanna write the book with you? So Lioness Not a Lamb will be written, hopefully, in the year 2022, hopefully released in 2023. But Sharon, why did that message resonate with you? Well, I think it's so it, it's so important. I mean, about five years ago, um, only 1.7% of women business owners um, made over a million dollars. That number is now 4.2, yay, celebration time. But it needs to be 42% or on its way to 100%. And what holds most women back is this lack of self-confidence, this lack of faith in themselves. And so what we need to do is continue to work to elevate women to understand that they need to stand in their own power. They need to um, do it scared, as you would say, or mm -hmm. adopt my principle of why not? Why not take that path less traveled? Why not do what others have not done? And um, that's our whole goal is to get women to stand in their own. We are already 60% um, of the wealth, personal wealth in the United States and, and many other countries. So we have the ability, we have the resources, we just don't have the courage. <coughs> we need to help them find the courage to stand in their own power. You know, and that's so interesting, Sharon, because as I was, I'm working through my talk for 10X Ladies, you know, the word that kept coming back to me, in fact, I think I sent it out to a bunch of you, was was courage, right? You know, because, you know, my, my talk is on doing it scared, right? When we lack courage, when we're in the face of fear, whatever it is that's holding us back, that, I mean, it can either be a wall or you can, you can, you can go through it with your courage. Like, how do you bring up your courage? And, you know, there's not a person in this room that has not had to do it scared, to step through fear, you know, uh, all of that. So I want to encourage all of you now, if you'll share this room out, I've got some amazing women I'm going to bring up. We're going to continue the conversation with Sharon Lecter, um, Elena Cardone, Sherry Matthews, Barbara, um, Danelle Delgado. And Barbara, I want to bring you up next. Now, Barbara, you're a new friend of mine. And yes. what, I, what, what I love about the pride is that I think that once you you find a person that, that, that you uh, connect with, they stay in the pride. See, that's the whole thing, Barbara, about the lioness mentality. See, we don't compete. I remember the first time I walked into Sharon Lecter's house. I was like, oh my God. And if all of you can only imagine what Sharon Lecter's house is like, right? It's just grand and beautiful. And it's just, I just was like, oh my God. Like it was just so beautiful. I'm in real estate. Like not much kicks me off my feet. 
but you know, and it was never about having to compete. Like, I don't have to compete with that. I mean, you know, she's my friend, she's my confidant. She's somebody that, that, that I trust. Right. And so all of us have a different story to tell. So Barbara, I want you to tell everybody your story. Like I said, you're a new friend. I, you know, I, I was introduced to you really through Sharon and then, and then, you know, Elena uh, had, had told me more about you and I've been following you and I'm like, I like this chick. I'm going to bring her into the pride. So tell yes. us a little bit about you. <laughs> well, I'm so grateful. Our paths have crossed here along with Danelle and Sharon and so many of the other people here. Glenn has really attracted quite a pride uh, of lionesses and lions. Um, and when you say what I truly do agree with you, uh, lions don't compete with each other. They actually, uh, you know, it's like the sum of our parts is greater than the whole. Um, the synergy, so hey Glenn, <laughs> you wanna jump in, <laughs> join the pride, um, you know, and I do find, I mean, I think that's what's so empowering is not being intimidated or jealous or envy, but in celebrating and enjoying other people's success is true empowerment. There's nothing like going into somebody's house and being like, girl, you're killing it. And you're just like sitting in there, there, like happiness is shared, success is is shared. And too many times, you know, we, we um, I don't know, we pollute that opportunity to be happy and to be joyful and enjoy and celebrate somebody else's success because it is polluted with envy and uh, covet and all the ugly, ugly emotions. And if you can transcend that to being like, man, you can't beat them, then join them and tell me how you did this so I can get that, that gorgeous home or those, those gorgeous, those amazing freedoms that you have access to. So I couldn't agree with you more. Or, um, finding finding lionesses because lions don't concern themselves with. Well, uh, the I mean, think about children. it, Barbara. I mean, I mean, mm -hmm. lions fight. Lion, you know, you know, there is one lion and nine to twelve lionesses for about a hundred. She's mile a shark. Uh oh, Brian Benstock's in the room. <laughs> uh, he's in the room. I just heard it. I almost had cheers. I almost had chills down my spine because Brian. No, Benstock she's a shark, man. Everybody uh, Barbara's a shark right now. I'm are... no longer. No, nothing, yes, I've uh, known Brian the longest. nothing friendly about that shark. I'm telling you, <laughs> but, but, but you know what? We are, we are, we are sharks. That yes. collaborate. And if you think about, and if, and, and, and if, if you think about the jungle, you know, what, what are the lions doing? The lions, you know, the, the lions have to kill each other so that they can be the king of the pride. Cause, because there, there can only be one lion and up to 12 lionesses and the lionesses stay together forever because they collaborate. Right. And, and, and they know how to work together, but Barbara and Sharon and Sherry and, uh, you know, and you know, anybody else would want to pipe in on this. Don't you find so many times that women don't do that? And it's it, it. And I don't think it's because of jealousy. I think that the imposter syndrome comes in more times than not. They think I'm not worthy to collaborate with Sharon Lecter. Like, like, you know, first time I walked in her house, I'm like, oh, OK, wow. <laughs> OK, why, why would why would Sharon want to be my friend? Like, like, hey, like that would maybe be the. Uh, Lisa, but, women, and I'm picking on Sharon today. Women do do that. Successful women don't do that. I th and I think people do that. That that right. they're, they're catty and they try and take each other down. Successful people don't do that. No, no. I mean, all successful of women together. don't do that. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, the, the and, women and that you have here on the stage are all fantastic. Yeah. Well, thanks, Beastock. I appreciate that endorsement there this morning, friend. I see your gorgeous daughter is on the stage. Who's on my real estate team? Hi, Mercedes. Hi, Lisa. Good morning. Good morning. God, I just love that British accent. There's just nothing Mercedes can say that sounds bad because she's so cute. <laughs> I just, you know. Um, 
But anyways, you know, so, so but that to me is the power of the pride. Good morning, Sherry Matthews. I see you on the stage. I have known Sherry Matthews as long as I've known Brian Benstock. And, um, and just an amazing friend, an amazing person. You know, and Sherry's the one in the pride who always tries to keep people together. She's always the big communicator, which I fail at on a daily basis. Um, so Sherry, what would you say about the lioness and the pride? Well, it's, it's good morning, everybody. Um, I'm just going to tell you the, I love the lioness and the pride because uh, Lisa, we're, I'm blessed to be in the pride and have every day knowing, you know, life can be weird, right? And it can be challenging, but when you know in your heart and in your soul that your pride is with you, you can do anything. And I can't even tell you how many beautiful um, celebrations we have had with everybody's triumph and, you know, getting into great new avenues in life. We celebrate, we have just nothing but praise for each other and we encourage one another. And I just could not do life without you. And um, well, but you know what I love, but we also do business with each other. And so oh, yeah. and gents out there, you know, when I got into real estate, you know, you know I've, I've, I've represented Sherry's family on a few transactions. Sharon Lecter, immediately when she heard that I was in EXP, you know, Michael got yep. his real estate license, he joined. You know, I mean, you know, there's just people on this stage, you know, Brian Benstock called me and said, my daughter Mercedes is in real estate. I want her to join your team, right? Like, so when you've got the pride, don't be afraid to monetize the pride, right? You never want to yeah. take advantage of the pride, but you got to monetize the pride. Let's be real people. We're in breakfast to champions. This yeah. is a room to help you become millionaires, but, <laughs> but who is better to do business with than somebody, well, you know, like, and trust. Lisa, I just want to tell everybody that um, our children, our son and her new bride and our my granddaughter were in a very sketchy place in Austin, Texas. 24 hours later, i got to get Lisa on this. We have to find a home. We've got to be in a place that's, you know, safer and all that. Okay, it's done, people. I've never seen anybody negotiate. You want to talk about a lioness? Oh, dear Lord. She actually uh, spoke... <laughs> For on our behalf, and somebody was offering—I don't know—was it Lisa thirty, forty thousand dollars more? Uh, oh, Lisa, about twenty, but yeah. Well, okay, twenty. I'm just getting excited here. Okay, yeah. but Lisa won the deal. My grandbaby now, and my children are in a blue ribbon school. I'm forever thankful for that. But that's what you do. You do. That's you do life together. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Sherry, thank you. And so, Sherry, um, I would love for you to tell everybody what you've done and how you have changed the healing process for breast cancer patients. You see, she took something that was a really bad situation and turned it into something that would help women all over the world. In our, you know, it started in our backyard, right? So don't kid yourself, ladies and gents, about you know, starting your business hyper-local and then, and then taking it around the country, then around the globe. Tell us about Heal and Comfort for a minute. Yeah, thanks. I, just, I used to work for IBM Computer Engineering and I would be able to problem solve, did stuff for NASA and things like that. You know, I diagnosed with breast cancer. I discovered the hard way that there's no post-operative equipment to hide your new body that has these medical drains and blah, blah, blah. And so I decided, even though I failed home ec, I decided to design a solution for women and men, because men get breast cancer too. And I thought, you know what, <coughs> I'm going to bootstrap it. So I'm going to start it with a thousand bucks to help a hundred Austin patients and Lisa was right there with me. She's like, do it, just do it. Let's go, let's do it. And so I did it. I reached my hundred people. I won a grant. I, I invested in a patent, 
47,000 patients later, now I'm in med tech bringing uh, technology and it will be a global technology, digital human. As a result of the solution of uh, wanting to help others, it, it's been a journey that I can't even describe. And if every least... one of you is not following Sherry Matthews, give her a follow right now. When I tell you, I mean, she's underestimating. I have seen the technology. You all have never seen this before. This company is going to go public. <clears throat> It's unbelievable. And uh, I wish Elena Cardona was in the room right now, but she will be here when she gets off the call because, you know, of course, they, they've got 10X health systems. And I would love, you know, for you to share that with Grant and Elena when it's time, Sherry. But, mm -hmm. Sherry, you are changing the face of healing for men and for women. You are a lioness and most Amen. humble lioness that I know. Well, thank you. And I'm, I can do it because I'm in the pride. I get my sisters, I get my sisters surrounding me and going, go for it. You know, they whisper Amen. in your ear, you can do it. So thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Lisa. I love right. you. And I love you too, baby. Oh, and who just entered the room is my good friend, Danelle Delgado, another amazing 10X lady speaker. Um, and she's already in Miami, quote unquote, working on her speech. I think she's working on her tan. Good morning, Danelle. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit of both. Good morning. Yeah, I, I bet you're by that swimming pool. I'm just, I'm just going to take bets. I, I, I have not looked at your Instagram today, but I bet if I did, you're in a bathing suit sitting by the swimming pool. <laughs> not yet. Real. Not yet. Wednesday's my work day. I work on Wednesdays. <laughs> Maybe yesterday. Hey. Yeah, I, I was going to say, hey you, hey, you at least have to work one day a week, you know, because That's you right. have got it down. So That's right. You know, Tell us what you, what is, you know, when, when I say to you, lioness, not a lamb, give us, give us the Danelle Delgado on that. Yeah. I mean, those are some of my favorite things to study. I remember hearing you talk about it the first time. Um, there's another book out there called Lioness Arising that is one of my favorites. And, and it talks about the strength that is required. And, and I think so much happens in my world. It was the perfect example. And you gave me a lot of power when I first heard you talk about this idea, because it was all about the, the lioness does a lot, right? <laughs> Raises the kids, prepares the meals, kills the food, like, you know, and it was- Sleeps with the lion. Sleeps with that the lion. You know, mm -hmm. and it's, it's, I think that that method of you're powerful for all, for all, you don't have to be a one trick pony and it's great to be an all, you know, I think the world is really good at helping you focus either on a niche for your business or a lane for your life. And when I realized, Hey, <laughs> I can be an all human. It actually scaled me in every single area of my life and it drew other powerful lioness to my to my needs, to my care. You know, you've had my back in more situations than one, more situations than 10. And it's yes. amazing some of them, who you can of, become when you know you're some protected. Of bad, some of those bad lions out there, right? Right. That's now? right. There's some there's some <laughs> naughty ones, I tell you. Some bad lions out there that need to be kicked out of the pride is all that's I got to right. say. Uh, what but that's what we need. Yeah, it is. So so tell us, give us a sneak peek, and then I'm gonna jump back to Barbara and to Sharon Lecter. What are you gonna be talking about at 10X Ladies in Miami starting on Friday morning? Absolutely. Uh, I'm talking about how to be ready. I think um, my skill set is far and wide, and I believe that this 10X is full of very, very powerful, capable women. 
and they need some of my simple strategy. And so this is what helped me be an all woman, doing all the things, raising the kids, building the businesses, helping the corporate teams. You know, it, it was an all thing, but it was a strategy thing. And I think so many people um, are light on the strategy and they're heavy on the will or the hard work or the hours. I'm a strategy human. And so I'm going to give away actually some of my best strategy that I've used to make sure that there is no finish line left uncrossed. And uh, I'm also going to be bringing a little, a little song and a little fun, <laughs> a little entertainment is what I I'll call it. <laughs> love that. I love that. And you know, I mean, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't think I get to, I, I don't think I'm allowed to release the numbers, but Elena sent me the number yesterday and I said, yep, I knew, yeah. I knew we would have this number. Right. And so, yeah, it's, and big. so it's big, <laughs> it's really big. And, uh, and of course we will let Elena Cardone announce that if, if, if she sees fit when she comes on, but so let me ask you this and Sharon and Barbara, uh, you know, I'd love for. Hey listeners. If you enjoy listening to breakfast with champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. You all to unmike because you all are my guests this morning and every week I want to bring to you, I'm going to bring to you amazing, amazing lionesses and I'll also have a few lions. Right. And the lions are the ones who protect the pride. So just know that. And then and then the last, you know, 15, 20 minutes, I want everyone to ask questions and be able to talk to these superhumans. But uh, Sharon Lecter, uh, will you unmike and tell us what you're going to be chatting to us about at 10X Ladies? Because ladies and gents, it is not too late to get your ticket to get on a plane and get to Miami. If all of us have inspired you this morning and you're like, you know what? In the words of Sharon Lecter, why not? Go up to that link, get that 10X Ladies ticket. Glenn Lundy's going to be there. All of us are going to be there. I know many people on this stage are going to be there. And um, it will change your life, I promise you. And if you can stay another two days, get to the Build an Empire Mastermind. That, that's, that changed my life when I went to it last year. It changed everything for me. And I won't get into that today. But it, was, it changed everything for me. So if you can do four days, get to Bay Mastermind and 10X Ladies. But if you can get to 10X Ladies, do it. Just do it. Do it scared. Do it however you're going to do it, but hit that link up at the top of the room. Sharon Lecter, are you with me? I certainly am. I and want I, you to I, talk I, about the fire that you're bringing. Uh, absolutely. And you just said it. My topic is called, why not? Why not do something different? Why not take that path less traveled? Why not be bold? Why not solve a problem and serve a need? But also, there's a second chapter of this, and that is, it's never too late. I have so many people say, oh, I'm, you know, I, I'm just too old, or I'm not good enough. And I want people to stand in their power and be that beacon of light for others. And ask yourself, why not? Why not do something different? Why not maybe close one door so other doors can open? And you're gonna find that courage within the pride. You're gonna find that courage. There's nothing like the power of association. When we talk about the power of association is all what the definition of the lioness pride is all about. And that is finding the courage by surrounding yourself with people who believe in you. Sometimes they believe in you more than you believe in yourself. And that's how you can find that faith and confidence to continue growing and 
to take that next step and say, yes, why not? Sharon, will you, will you give us a little, you know, you and I were talking, you know, I, I've, you know, you made me become an avid follower. I met you back in 2015. You wrote the foreword to our first book, which Elena Cardone uh, highlighted our book yesterday on her, on her, uh, on her clubhouse, which was amazing and uh, crushing mediocrity. So I got to say that I said, I said, I said, there's a really funny story behind me getting Sharon Lecter to write the foreword to that book. I'm not going to get into it today. But I might have a couple of glasses of wine and tell everybody the story that I was officially a Sharon Lecter stalker. And um, because I had one job and that was to get you to write the forward to the book. Um, but anyways, you know, will you share with people a little bit about because I you brought me into the world of Napoleon Hill and you brought me into the world really of probably my favorite book that I've ever read besides the Bible. And, you know, at the Bible, like I honestly read the end of it. Like I wanted to know how this whole thing was going to wrap up. But, you know, at the end of the day, the, the book that I, that has just been prophetic. And I asked you this the other day, I said, I said, do you think Napoleon Hill was a prophet? And you said, yes. Tell us page 61, outwitting the devil. Will you share that with us, please? <laughs> I think everybody, I think the 339 people in this room right now need to know what, what Napoleon Hill said. And, and how do you push through that, right? Because we live in a world right now that's very unsure. That's just the best word to say. I don't, you know, I, I don't want anybody to be scared. I don't want anybody to live in fear. But I also want you to have that inner lioness or inner lion in you that when these, when these, when it, when, when the things of this world hit you, you don't run away, you rise up. So, page 61, well, Sharon, the editor and annotator of Outwitting the Devil, Sharon Lecter. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Well, Outwitting the Devil was actually written by Napoleon Hill in 1938, and he wrote it because he had just released Think and Grow Rich in 1937, and he was frustrated because he said, even though people will read this and they'll have the tools in their hand to be successful, they won't employ it. And that's because of fear. We tend to self-sabotage or afraid to take that next step, afraid to say why not. And so he sat down in just a few short months and wrote out what in the devil, but is the title scared his wife to death and she forbid it to be published. And so 72 years later, the foundation got their hands on and asked me to look at it. And I was just overwhelmed. It really is an interrogation of the devil. Um, and Napoleon Hill says, you can believe I'm speaking to the real devil or man-made devil because we have one inside our brains many times with all our negative talk. But will you derive any benefit from what I share? And he outlines how fear holds us back. And um, he, he goes against every taboo there is, sex, politics, religion, education, alcohol, cigarettes, even before we knew cigarettes were bad for us. So yes, he definitely was a prophet. But on... In March of 2020, if we know when the world shut down, I was preparing and I was kind of rereading the book. And on page 61, during this interrogation, um, he says, the, he, he's asked, you know, which of those fears, because he talks about the fear of old age, loss of love, poverty, death, criticism, you know, which one is the worst? And he says, well, I, the most powerful fears that I use this is the devil saying, is poverty, the fear of poverty, and the fear of death. And at some point, I will bring all men to their knees by combining the two. And this was, the world had just shut down because of COVID. Millions of businesses had closed. And I thought, wow, here we are. 
and um, it sent goosebumps all over every time I think about it. So if you go to 61, you'll see him saying, I combine the, law, the fear of poverty with the fear of death. And, and how do we get through that? And how do we get past it? And let, don't let the devil get to us and don't give in to those negative thoughts. It is through that definiteness of purpose and, um, and surrounding yourself with the right people, the control over your environment and how you spend your time. So, but thank you. Yeah, it's an incredible book. It oh. has been amazing. Uh, it's it changed my life. It changed my thinking, I, you know, because, because of, you know, and I think the big thing for me, Sharon, in, in the whole Outwitting the Devil and, and with Napoleon Hill, right? Like, you know, you, 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 you try to go in and you read these books and Napoleon Hill was the godfather of self-help. He was the godfather of personal development, right? I mean, would you agree with that? I mean, hasn't all the big gurus today, the personal development people, aren't they all students of Napoleon Hill? Yes. Yeah. So, 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 I mean, like he was the OG and the cool thing was, and like, again, guys and gals, like, like I know all this to be a fact. Sharon Lecter has held that manuscript in her hands. She was asked by the foundation, the Napoleon Hill Foundation, to edit it, annotate it. And annotate it means just really give it the spin for, you know, today, because obviously it was written in 1938. So some things, but it's, I mean, it's chilling to the bone when you read it, because you're like, how would Napoleon Hill have ever known that in 1938? You know, the destruction of the public school system, you know, what, you know, tobacco, that tobacco is bad for you. I mean, my God, that didn't even come out till the seventies, um, you know, because everybody smoked because it was all a big conspiracy. Right. And so, you know, all of that being said, how has, how has annotating and editing the work of Napoleon Hill changed your thought process? Cause you were really holding what I believe, you know, and I've asked you and you believe it and I believe it. And I know, I know people over the world believe it, that he was a prophet, that he was somebody that could see the future or knew that something, see it, live it. I don't know, whatever. I mean, but he was, he, he, he was given that, that, that vision of the future. How, how, how has that changed and shaped everything for you? You had no idea I was going to do this to you this morning. Just so everybody knows, Sharon Lecter did not know that she was getting grilled on outwitting the devil. But I think it is the, it is the genesis. It is the platform for what we are talking about, about being a lioness. It's like you have to understand why we have to rise up, why we have to protect our minds, why we have to protect our family and our friends and with what's going on in the world today. Napoleon Hill laid it out better than anybody. Well, I think, and, and Lisa, you're right, when I uh, had this manuscript and it was had obviously typed on a handwritten, a hand typewriter, and then he had handwritten notes in the margins. So it was as if I was having this conversation with Napoleon Hill. It was incredible. But I would tell you the greatest gift was if, if any of you, if you have someone in your life, a child, a sister, a brother, who you just don't get, you just understand the way they think, um, Outwitting the devil is going to help reveal that. Um, I have a, a son that I actually lost in 2009. But reading Outwitting the Devil helped me understand more about what was going on and how best to help to communicate in a better manner. And I think it's really important. You know, we released the book in 2009. I lost my son in 2012. But it allowed me a better understanding of how, why he thought the way he did. And so if you have someone in your life who is, um, has depression, 
is lost. They don't have um, a direction. Owning the devil is something that can help you understand them better and maybe even let them read it. Um, and so it's not coming from you as a, as a source of authority. Um, you never know. People, are, every single day I hear from somebody that says, I was lost until I read about letting the devil and help me focus. And I think it's just, you know, we, we, we don't know what we don't know. And it's important for us each to find the resources and the education to help us expand our mental capacity to understand what is it, what's happening in that life. And you said it earlier, you're talking about coming to my house, you know, so many times, I, last week I heard a, somebody talking about, um, somebody says you're intimidating. And I get that a lot. And I go, me? I'm not intimidating. And then last week somebody was saying, it's not so much, somebody says you're intimidating. You have to take a step back and say, am I intimidating? Or are you intimidated? Big difference. Mm -hmm. It is a big difference. And, you know, and for the people that know you, Sharon, it's like you are the nicest human on planet Earth. And it's kind of our running joke when I come to Arizona. Like my favorite thing to do is to like, you know, maybe have you have one more cocktail or something or whatever. And, um, you know, so you are just like you're the least like your personality, your, your persona is not. But I think people look at you and your massive success with the whole rich dad, poor dad empire and with of course then you know exit rich and all the all the work you've done with the Napoleon Hill Foundation it's like yeah that's intimidating because i think so many of us don't think we can walk into that power and i think that we're here to tell you and i believe Sharon that our book lion is not a lamb that we're going to tell people like it doesn't matter like you can do i mean napoleon hill says you know whatever the mind believes the mind can achieve i, I just butchered that napoleon hill's turning in his grave right now but basically you know what what you believe is what you can achieve and if you never have that belief or you're not surrounded by people that believe in you i mean do you guys and gals know what it felt like when i all i i just called sharon to talk to her about my talk because she was also speaking at the last 10x ladies i'm like well what do you think about this like i want to blow elena's socks off i want her to be so happy i want that audience i don't want to regurgitate anything i've ever done before and so lion is not a lamb and sharon was really quiet and she said my dear that's a book and i'm like oh god i don't want to write another book and then she was like and i want to write it with you I'm like okay sold but like but like but like do you know the power of that just for sharon lecter to say it's better than you thought it was and i was even second guessing myself and that's because sharon you're in my pride you always tell me the truth because i also know you would have told me uh, -uh scrap it move on you know because you've done that to me many times. Scrap it, move on. <laughs> so what is the power of that pride? Uh, Barbara and Danelle, I'd love to have you on mic. I'm not, I don't think Elena's in the room yet. I think she'll ping me when, she, uh, when she's ready to come in. She's closing, I think, a big real estate team like in Belgium or something, so God bless her. Um, but anyways, uh, Danelle and Barbara, I I'd love to have you guys join in on this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, no, Danelle. Go for it. Go. go for it. Um, you know, it's, first of all, I'm like blown away. I have chills from what you just shared, Sharon. And, um, me, you know, along with you, Lisa, I reached out to Sharon after hearing her 
um, on this platform here in Breakfast with Champions. And, uh, you know, the, the takeaway that I really want everybody to understand is there, if you don't know, unless you go and you ask and you build these relationships and is it awkward? Is it uncomfortable? And that's actually part of what I am talking about and what we're all collectively talking about is asking these questions and really be introspective. So you can take that that leap to get out of your own way. So I'll be talking about sabotage and I'll be talking about the things that you do, that you talk yourself out instead of putting yourself in the arena and asking the question, hey, how can we connect? How can we collaborate? Because, you know, sometimes we're so caught up in, you know, all these fears that Sharon just talked about, you know, it's not not just the fear of, uh, of death or poverty. We also have the fear of other people's opinions, you know, FOPO, the fear of other people's opinions. Imposter really, syndrome, right? Right. Imposter And But we, this is part of the human experience. We all feel the feels. This is not indigenous to you. This isn't a you thing. This is part of the human experience. And how can we overcome some of these self-sabotaging fears so that we can live out our best life and we can manifest all the things that we were meant to experience experience in this lifetime. So all of these conversations and these dialogues are un un unbelievable, um, un unbelievably. But, you know, I, I really just want to share that I also did what Lisa did, which is I took that leap and was like, hey, Sharon, can we, I, I, I think I, I want to work with you. I want, you know, and I, um, I'm not, you know, I'm getting coached by Sharon. I'm like, I, I want, I, I want all that she can <clears throat> pour into me. And I've decided to make that investment so that I can grow. And so many people are hemming and hawing about, you know, maybe 10X or buying a book or buying, you know, invest. it all comes back in spades. And it all takes that first step of taking the ask, getting okay with a no or the fear of getting to that fear of rejection. So I'm actually talking about that. I'm like, get rejected. I'm talking about getting rejected and learning how to become okay with a no because there are, or a turndown because no is part of the process. Rejection is part of life, but having that muscle be able to take the nose, take the rejection, because on the other side of that is actually, yes. The other side of that is opportunity, the opportunity, uh, a collaboration. So I'll be talking about that and getting good at um, putting yourself in there because that's, you don't know unless you go and a, a no is always a no unless you ask. So um, I loved everything you guys are talking about, but I wanted to share that I also had to pick up the phone, make the call and be like, Sharon, I got, I need more, I need more Sharon Lecter. So uh, I'm excited. Oh, but to Barbara, she, you know, I mean, like, but you know, I feel like I was the, one of the OGs of that back in the day. And my co-author on crushing mediocrity, you know, she was, a, you know, cause she's, you know, she was a journalist um, anyways. And so she was the biggest Sharon Lecter fan in the world. I knew who Sharon was, of course, but my co-author Renee was like, Lisa Copeland, you have one job, you have one job, that's it. And that is <laughs> to get Sharon Lecter to write the forward for our book. I just remember going up to Sharon the first time. She had no idea who I was. This was in 2015. And she was like, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> and how nervous were you? I think that's the collective understanding oh. that we have to share is it's nerve wracking to ask, you know what? It's like dating. Like we have to like 
you know, knock on the door. We have to pick up the phone. We have to, you know, do the things to get the things. But I don't know that we always share that. You know what? Making that first call, asking somebody out on a date and trying to be like, hey, I think we should be friends because we're all like connecting and it's nerve wracking. We have the fear of rejection, the fear of like, no, but we all had that fear and we did it anyway, which is what, um, you know, Danelle just talked about, right? Like, or well, and the whole know. thing is like, you know, you know, from that one initial, and let me tell everybody in this audience, Sharon left and go, Oh yeah, I'm going to write the forward to your book. She's like, you may submit it to my office. I need to read it. It was like, you know, Sharon Lecter is not just putting her name on some person's book who comes up and taps her on a shoulder at a women's event, right? That didn't that happen. Ain't happening. And so it was, it was the whole process. But like, but like, but like, you know, forget about the book. I mean, it was, you know, I mean, I didn't make 10 million on the book, but I, but, but what I found was a $10 million friend and $10 million meaning what she's worth to me as a friend. Right. So, so, so something that was, you know, my one job uh, to get that done for a business deal turned into, and, you know, and the book did fine, but, but, you know, but turned into a lifelong friendship, right? So you never know, you know, when you walk through the door, when you're bold, when you rise up like a lioness, when you go out to make that connection, do it scared. Like I was scared. I'm like, and then, and then Renee kept calling me for two days because we were at this car. She's like, have you done it yet? Have you done it yet? And she said, yes. I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to block your phone. I'm about to block your phone number. Leave me alone. I sat next to Sharon at dinner. I've accosted her three times in the hall. <laughs> like, I've done all I can do. Send her the manual and leave me alone the rest of this conference. Period. Please. And, um, but look what it turned into, right? Look what it turned into a lifelong friendship. So, like, you never know that when you go out, which I'll be speaking on, when, when, when you go out and you do it scared, you know, you push through the fear, you push through the self-doubt, you push through the imposter syndrome, the beautiful thing or relationship that might be sitting at the end of the rainbow on that deal. Danelle Delgado, jump in on us. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, okay, so I'm going to throw in a little twist between what everybody said here, between outwitting the devil, the, the lioness, Barbara, and, you know, the rejection piece. I think it's a mixture if we, if we go back, because I am a huge Think and Grow Rich fan. I'm a huge Sharon Lecture fan. It is the gift of my life that we get to be collaborations and friends with you, Sharon. Um, but as you look at this, Lisa, when you were talking about what you did and you wanted to make sure that you delivered and you were nervous and you second guessed yourself and then it turned into a huge deal, I think what's important to know is that we are very emotional beings and where people try to use this as a weakness, like emotionalized thoughts are the only ones that change our subconscious mind, which is where all of our winning comes from, right? It's not our active mind and what we can will, it's what is in, like inherently trained in us and so I'm actually doing a lot of talk about brain training that had to happen to cross finish lines because when we allow an emotional thought like, hey, I'm not sure this is great, I am doubtful, we are altering our subconscious mind about if we can cross a finish line or not. And so, you know, for me and what I'm passionate about talking about all the time is I'll correct every human's language. If someone says struggle in my group, I'm like, you're out, stop. I won't allow that energy in here. And they're like, what? I'm like, listen, 
listen very clearly to me. Energy is magic and my emotional thoughts must be put in the direction of progress and profit and winning because it is training my every instinct. And I want my instincts to choose leaps. I want my instincts to choose running. I want, you know, when I'm asleep, I want to be dreaming about winning, not dreaming about drowning. And I think we allow our emotional thoughts to taint our memories to, you know, I think memories are darn right creative. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we think through these things and we allow them to emotionalize the wrong direction. And if we can train our brains with certain rhythms that our subconscious knows to leap, to jump, to fight, to protect those who are close to us, you know, that's what happens. My emotionalized thoughts, when I got them trained, it attracted people like Lisa Copeland, who's had my back like nobody else, Elena Cardone, Sharon Lecter. And it still blows my mind. And that's why I'm, I will not allow people with weak words and weak emotional thoughts in my circle. And I think that's what we have to do for each other. People are afraid to cut it off. I'm not. I'm like, listen, you're not struggling. Did you eat today? That's not a struggle. I'll show you struggle. We can go over here. And so I think, I think it's important how we speak to ourselves. It's, it's writing the story of our life and, and outwitting the devil was one of those books and think and grow rich that put me in my place and was like, listen, don't you play with your words? Don't you play with your emotions? They are the keys to your future. So that's what I'm, I'm fired up. Can you tell? I'm like, is it Friday? Girl, I mean, it is, I know. And we are, and that's why, but you know, I mean, and, and now I'm going to open up the stage. You know, um, I definitely want to give people who have sat here and listened to us for the last 40 minutes, I want to give you an opportunity to ask Barbara or Danelle or Sharon or myself uh, any questions you want to ask or, you know, give, you know, give us some, give us some um, uh, value that you want to add to the group. But Danelle, don't you see, like, this is why we've all been brought together. And it isn't that we're some exclusive pride because we're not. And, and you know, like I said, I heard Barbara. I asked Sharon about Barbara, you know, and whatever. And I'm like, oh, I like that chick, man. She and I need to be friends, right? Because, because you know, we're aligned in how we believe and what we think and da 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 And so, you know, ha, you know, so the pride, just so everybody in this room knows that, the pride can always expand. Just know that. Like, like, don't be so stuck in your pride where you're like, oh, no, we're an exclusive club and nobody else can join the club. No, hell no. You want that pride to get as big as you can get. But I'll tell you what, Elena talks about the fact that empires are destroyed from the inside. So, you know, you have to look for red flags. You have to look for people, to Danelle's point, where they've got your back, where, where they're experts, where they build you up, they don't tear you down, that they, that they deposit to your bank, your emotional bank and your, and your physical bank versus taking withdrawals from you all the time, right? So you have to look for the red flags. And that once you find that pride, man, you, you have to stick with them and you have to be loyal to them and you have to help monetize them and all of the above. So with that being said, I'd like to open up and um, the last 15 minutes, we'd like to take some questions for these amazing lionesses that we have on the stage. Hey, this is Ramon Ray. <laughs> hey, lionesses, uh, Lisa, great moderation. Just curious uh, from you, Lisa, or other ladies on here, what is the one or two or three things that men uh, should know to advance this, to help this, to be advocates, to be a part of this as we advance and support and uplift lionesses in our lives? Okay, Ramon, I already love you. I'm actually looking for you right now so I can follow you. What a great question. You know, um, you know I, I have been very lucky. I've been married for 33 years. Has it always been easy? No. And if I, and if, if I said it was, I'd be lying. 
But, but the number one thing I would say that my husband's always done back when I was a car dealer, you know, I got into real estate is that he's always gotten behind me and said, go do it right. Because he believes in me. And I think that's important. So if you've got a significant other in your life, you know, you've got to support her and you have to believe in her because I promise you she's battling, she's battling fear and imposter syndrome. I was, I always have been. So what would your answers, Janelle, Sharon, and uh, Barbara? Because Ramon asked the best question. Let's be real. Well, I think, Ramon, number one, I want to congratulate you because that's exactly what we need to do. And, you know, I, I was blessed with parents at a time when women were not really in the workforce. I was one of the very first women in public accounting. I was the only woman in many of my classes um, in accounting. And I just accepted the fact that I, um, I belong there and that because my parents raised me saying I could be and do anything I wanted to. And as long as I put my mind to it and put forth the energy and the effort and that ability of feeling that self-confidence is so important for particularly for, for young girls, because in today's world, um, one of the fears that Alwyn talks about is that fear of criticism. And it's so important. I think Danelle spoke about it a lot for us to find that, that, that confidence within ourselves. And it really is allowing them to set a goal, allowing them to achieve it and then let them celebrate it. It can be with money. It can be with anything. So in our, in the world we live in today, we want to take care of our kids. We want them to have everything we didn't have. And in doing so, we, we, we don't enable them. We disable them. And so enable them by allowing them to set goals and achieve it. And you'll see their self-confidence grow. But for whether it's a young girl or a young boy, for them to understand that they have the ability to achieve any height they want, without those restrictions in our, in our mind, because you can control, as Janelle mentioned, your, your thoughts, your words, and your actions, and they all interrelate. And if you don't control your thoughts, then you won't control your words, and therefore your actions will show the fact that you're not in control. And so letting them understand that they have the power, they have the ability to choose. And so um, I developed a game called Thrive Time for Teens to teach teens that every decision they make, whether how they spend their money or how they spend their time, either drives them to success or not. But that power of choice is within them. And that will give them the ability to choose the life they want as opposed to being driven down a path that they don't choose. Oh, I love that. Okay, uh, uh, Janelle or Barbara, what, what do you got for him? I like Ramon. Ramon, I just followed you, friend. So the question is, how can uh, how can men support women? Is that correct, Ramon? Oh, thank you. That is the general correct the summation of it. I'll take that. You know, I I think that the only well, you know, I am not married anymore, but um, I think in navigating this space, I know it's important to just always be able to have difficult conversations or even great conversations and being open to dialogue. And it's got to go both ways. I think that 
um, there's always a lead and there's a follow. And sometimes the dance changes. Sometimes the, you know, the, sometimes the guy is leading and, and you just want to be the, you want to be the support. And sometimes the, the lady leads and you want your, you know, your person's support. So I think just being able to have, you know, that's what I am looking for, being able to have open dialogue and know when I can be of support and be, you know, be that person in the background that's supporting them and vice versa. I think it's a very, um, I think it has to be balanced and equitable, but it's a dance, not having both people lead both times, I think could be a little dangerous, but again, I'm just, you know, these are my hopes. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'll just land it there. Uh, and, uh, cause my little friend is in the audience. So anyway, uh, <laughs> take it. Please okay, save Barbara, my ship. <laughs> Barbara, you know I'm going to ask you about the quote, my little friend is in the audience, but I'll wait till I get to Miami. Danelle, take it away. Uh, Ramon, it's funny. I was listening to these other wise women answer the question, and I was like, oh, those are great thoughts, because my immediate thought was, man, I, I want to see men do their absolute freaking best, win and inspire me, and I want to race ya. Like, I want men around me who challenge, who achieve, who acquire, who are, you know, confident to be their best. It inspires me. I Most of my mentors were men and a lot of people that I work with. So I actually want a dang good challenge and somebody who inspires me to become more. So and that's what I want, be it a man or a woman or anybody else. Uh, I actually want the exact same thing from everybody I'm around in my circle. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you what, an honorable man who's, who's crushing it is gonna have my respect and my inspiration for sure. Okay, who is brave enough to follow yeah. Ramon with a question for our lionesses? <coughs> I have good, a good afternoon, I have a question. Okay. Um, um, this is Deanna. I'm way down okay. at the bottom. But right, anyway, Deanna, I have girl. a question um, for you guys. Sharon happens to be in our little community, um, but I work with women who have been victims of intimate partner violence and a lot of times in the psychological arena. So I really want to help them to find their voice. And I do this through, you know, overcoming those blockers and learning to love themselves. What is something that you guys could give as advice that would help elevate my practice so that they are really truly tapping into their inner lioness? Okay, um, I'll start and then I'd like to serve it up for the other gals. The first thing I would say is you can't do it alone. Like, I don't know a person on planet earth, a woman or a man on planet earth who can sit and just talk unless they're just not, they're off that they can just sit and go, I'm so great, I got, I'm so powerful. Like I could not do what I do every single day if I could not bounce it off of one of my other lionesses and, 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 and get that power from them. And so I would say, you know, helping them create a tribe. Uh, I'll turn it over now to one of my other lionesses. Well, th this is Sharon. I, <clears throat> I totally agree with Lisa. I mean, the, the issue is when you are so down in the depths of despair and depression, um, it's hard to look up. It's hard to see the light. And so to be able to find that resource, to show um, the opportunity to have 
that support system is so important. Um, we do, I'm on the National Board for Child Health, and these kids come to us. They're the most abused children there is, there are, and um, they don't know any difference because that's the, the environment that they grew up in, and that's what happens is that's what they expect. And so to give them the opportunity to see a better life, to see an opportunity to nurture them and provide them the environment. So it comes back to outwitting the devil, controlling your environment. When your environment is one of abuse, you become um, numb to the fact that there's a better life. And so being able to provide that network and that opportunity for them to, to have put their toe in a different environment that helps give them the courage to say, I'm done. I'm not going to put up with that anymore. Thank you. Wow, Sharon, I, I completely agree. And can you just, who asked the question? I, I, I lost your profile. Uh, my name is Deanna. I'm probably way down at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> okay, I will find you. Deanna, um, I really I did applaud. message you in the back chat, Barbara. Okay, good. All right, I found you. Um, and Deanna, I really applaud what you're doing. And, you know, I, I'll tell you what Oprah Winfrey said to me. I met her years ago. I didn't have like a one-on-one -on -one lunch, anyone. I was in an audience and I raised my hand and she happened to pick, pick on me. It was uh, after the movie with Eric Bana and uh, uh, Brad Pitt, whatever gladiator movie it was. I don't even remember. Um, and I asked her, I said, what kind of advice would you ever give to somebody who aspired for your level of success? And her answer was so good and has never left me. And she said, success in whatever form or fashion you identify being successful as being happy, being happy in your relationships, being financially secure, uh, spiritually secure, whatever that is, it is strictly a byproduct. Success is strictly a byproduct of living in service of others and helping others. And that really landed for me because I have learned through some of the hardest things in my life and the things that I've suffered through that the only emancipation from suffering is to help others, is to use what you've gone through, like you're doing, you're an example of that, of knowing so intimately what these, these women are, are overcoming, but you're using your own trauma, your own suffering to help and serve others. And that is where I believe success truly does reside. The more people you help, the more successful you'll be. And I think that's the way and the path in my own, my, in, in, in my estimation to live a, a purpose-filled life is to live a life of service and use anything that you've been through to help others get through what they are, are going through. Um, and I hope that lands. Danelle, did you want to take the mic? Yeah, sure. I, I loved what all of you said. I think, um, you know, I, I was kind of raised in a in an interesting scenario and and also just through life, just as you're speaking, Deanna, thanks for the work that you're doing. And I think that it's really, really important for people who have been through trauma. Um, this is a daily life. And I think you can only fix the challenge and the, the hardship on a daily path the other direction. And so, you know, my suggestion is to help them live those habits 
that change them daily in the other direction. So really working the antidote scenario. So where pain and frustration and lack and um, worth, lack of worth are really the cause of a lot more future trauma from being in that situation. You can get them doing, you know, I mean, that's where I choose joy came from, gratitude, growth, goals, and you can feed them in the other direction daily. Um, I believe that our, you know, our, it's exactly like breakfast of champions, but our daily habits, not our sometimes habits, like once a week meetings, I think our daily habits are what pull us into a new life. And so um, that's what I'd suggest some of those practices that the high achievers use, like the same force that trauma was use the same force in a positive direction the other way. Um, that's really what completely transformed my life. So, uh, thanks Deanna for all you're doing. That's what I'd suggest. Well, thank you everybody. De and I want to thank my lionesses. You know, we're coming to the top of the hour. I know I'm getting ready to turn this room over to another rock star, amazing breakfast of champions, uh, moderator, but I want to thank everybody for showing up for the inaugural show, um, for, I want to thank my lionesses, um, for coming, Sharon Lecter, Barbara Majeski. Danelle Delgado, I want to thank you so much for spending the hour, for imparting wisdom. I can't wait to see every one of you in Miami. And there's a link at the top of this room. And if you're like, man, like I'm, you know, I'm going to do it scared. I'm going to say, why not? I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to get on a plane. I'm going to head to Miami. 10X ladies, be there, be square. We're all so excited. You know, um, it's a big number that's going to be there. Again, that's Elena Cardone's story to tell, but I mean, it is absolutely going to be a room full of some of the most amazing superhumans on planet Earth. I've got the link up at the top. Just do it. Just do it scared. Do it however, but take a chance on yourself. Invest in yourself. Meet us in Miami. It's only Wednesday. We do not go on stage until Friday morning. So you still have 48 hours to get to Miami, to get your ticket, and to come hang out with us. And Glenn, I, 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 I'm not sure who's next, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure I need to turn the room back over to um, the Breakfast Nate and Champions Jude. team. Nate, Nate and, and Jude, Jude. are up. Okay. Well, I will let you, um, I will uh, land the plane, drop the mic. Again, thank you, everybody, and I'll see you again next Wednesday. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.